Bang, bang, what is up, you guys? Welcome to this week's episode of Scrump and Drew's Music Box. I'm, of course, Scrump. I'm, of course, Drew. And, uh, dude, we're fucking, uh, you know, it's it's Christmas is upon us. Yeah. Yeah, you know, this Sunday. I mean. No, snow is on the ground. I mean, in Chicago, we've had snow on the ground since, like, <laughs> the week that CM Punk returned from uh, for survivor series it's one of those things where i'm just like Ugh. Yeah, that feels feels forever ago now honestly it There's feels so like it, it's happened in wrestling honestly dude it feels like it just happened like <laughs> two days ago like <laughs> you know um yeah. but yeah no it again christmas so yeah so christmas is this well if you're mexican like drew and i you know, it's Sunday. Right. <laughs> it's this Sunday, the Christmas Eve, but Christmas Day again itself being being Monday. So yeah, you know, we'll still be dropping an episode. We'll probably wind up recording it. I don't know. I guess we'll have to figure that out because uh, <laughs> I don't know when we'll wind up recording that. Uh, but also uh, that that following Wednesday, we're going to be dropping. Uh, oh, actually, no, I got my fucking dates all messed up. Uh, this is not no, this. I, I'm sorry. I got my dates all messed up. Yeah. Um, as you can tell, we're recording ahead. Next week will be the Christmas episode that we'll be dropping. Uh, this yes. week it's still the, you know, it's it's only the 13th. Oh, December 13th. One of my favorite days. Um, <laughs> yeah. Next week we're gonna be dropping the our version of a Christmas episode, and the follow weekend, the following week after that, uh, we're gonna be having our first guest. Uh, you know, uh, it's, I mean, not technically New Year's, but it'll be closer to New Year's, uh, you know, than, than it is. Actually, I was looking at some of the future dates. So, like, in February, we're going to have an episode land directly on Valentine's Day. So, it's like, ooh, that'll be yeah. fun. Um, but to sort of celebrate New Year's Eve, we figured, like, the, the party motif. Um, mm-hmm. And so we're bringing on our own musical Yoda himself, Andy, from uh, from the Draft Pod. You know, he's been on here several times i've been over there several times you know <laughs> drew's yeah. been on both several times as well <laughs> you know um and so yeah so you know our, our first guest you know i mean you would have heard on the uh episode that i did uh for for jingle all the way with steve grows weed you know he's going to be coming on i know steve feast wants to come on it's uh you mm-hmm. know it's i want to get wh park on here as he's 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 a big music hat as much as he loves his comics and and movies <laughs> you know the man also loves his music so uh yeah you know next week again next week will be the christmas episode and then the following week will be the new year's eve party episode uh with you know our us and and andy um which is a little bit of a longer episode but it's it's worth it you know i was i was yeah. uh i was editing that together uh <laughs> and i was just like oh shit i was like this is again lo-, but it didn't even feel like that long like it, no, same, it didn't. same thing happened with <laughs> when i was editing the jingle all the way with with, with me and uh, steve <laughs> grows weed where i was just like oh man we spent almost the first hour like just talking like we don't even get into the plot of the actual movie till about the 50 minute mark um <laughs> but it's fine you know it's when you know when when you get to talk to, yeah. to steve girls weed it's 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 what happens yeah yeah um drew do you remember the year 1982 no no, because neither of us were alive in this year. I <laughs> no. think, uh, I mean, uh, of the years that we've done, this might be the farthest back we've gone. Because I, it is the last. Uh, the last one was eighty six. Yeah, because I so I started I started keeping track of the years because I figured like there's enough fucking time for for us to, you know, there's enough years for us to like be able to go back in time. Um, mm-hmm. So yeah, this is nineteen eighty two. Yeah, neither of us were around. Actually, crazy enough, I, I'm at this point. I'm probably pretty close to being conceived, so I'm probably swimming in my ball, my dad's ball sack right now. I mean, you for sure you are, you know. But it's like yeah. that's that's weird that you know when you were conceived. Well, it's simple math, right? Like, 
Oh, see, okay, yeah, that makes sense. I thought you were like, yeah, this was when my dad took my mom to make out peak. And, uh, cause, I, yeah, cause for whatever reason, your parents already were just like, hey, we already, we got the, uh, we got the other two. Let's fucking, as full grown adults, go to make out peak with all the other, you know, teenagers. Yeah. yeah. Like all the other kids thought your parents were cops. <laughs> they're, they're like, what are these two fucking, like, old people doing here? Of course, yeah. old because they're, teenagers and when you're that age like that's what i was thinking about you mm-hmm. know like when like how when you're a teenager just anyone over the age of like 23 yeah it's just like an old fucking person yeah for sure yeah like i don't know that, like, that's just so weird to me because again still to this day it's like we're the you know we're adults like if mm-hmm. fucking if you know we went to go pick up cash from school, like they'd be like, okay, yeah, here you go, you can you can take the boy. But like in my <laughs> mind, they'd probably be like, what is this student doing trying to fucking yeah. like take another student out? And it's like, yeah, I don't look like a student, <laughs> you know? Yeah, yeah, uh, I haven't I haven't looked like that for years. <laughs> Although people tell me I haven't changed, so that's always good. Then I, you know, I. I pop up the top of my hat and they're like, oh, okay, never mind. There's the aging. <laughs> I mean, I think it's just with me facial hair. Like I look back at, mm-hmm. at, at pictures of me when I first started working, uh, you know, mm-hmm. at pro wrestling tees. And I like, obviously I got heavier. Everyone does. Um, mm-hmm. Unless you're one of those freaks that fucking doesn't wait until your thirties to start fucking working out, you know. <laughs> it's like, yeah. oh, I'm sure, I'm sure you fucking perfect too. And you also don't go to therapy and, you know, eat whatever you want. One of those fucking weirdos. Um, but yeah, no, yeah, 1982. I mean, like at nine in, in 1982, uh, mm-hmm. my dad is only like 12 years old. So, oh, shit. Or, yeah, he's only 12 years old, um, which is weird because my mom is 22. Like, my parents, there's a 10-year age gap between the two. Um, so, yeah, that's just weird to think. It's weird to think that, yeah, like, I see, I'm at, I'm nowhere near close to being conceived, obviously, for not for another 11 years. Um, yeah. Well, actually, another. That's like, that's like if, you had, if, if you had my baby. I would have your baby, you know, Thanks, man. little, yeah. little, little raven haired, uh, <laughs> blind. Cause I terrible vision. Um, but yeah, if you went back though to, to 1982 and it's funny cause we have it, uh, we had not talked about this yet on the podcast. Uh, mm. actually, no, I did mention it, uh, on Monday's episode it, to, to sort of preface this about how, you know, we're going to get into it on this, but, uh, there's been there's been a feud going on uh not involving myself or cm punk as those are the only two you ever really seem to hear about um, <laughs> or maybe cm punk i don't know i hope not uh but uh yeah if so if, if you were around in 1982 right now uh the the top hit at the time what would have been probably playing on on all the radio stations as they weren't split up the way they are now, you know, like it just used to be the radio. Mm. It wasn't like, no, no, yeah. no, this is my favorite country station. This is my favorite alternative station. This is an oldie station. You just had the radio. Um, so if you were listening at that point, uh, the number one hit at the time was man eater by, uh, Daryl Hall and John Oates. Oh yeah. Which, uh, if, if any of you guys watched, uh, I don't know what the fuck is in the play. After party, yeah. If any of you guys watch After Party, then uh, oh, there he goes. Uh, yeah, then you would have seen the origin of how the song got made. Very yeah, briefly, that's the movie I want to see made so bad. Like, they should legit make that into a fucking comedy movie. Well, like, are you aware of the feud going on right now between the two? Uh, no, but it, I guess it makes sense. So hold on. I mean, it was one of those things where it's like they were always like one was always known to be like the the real talent, right? So Hall maybe. Uh, yeah. So Hall and Notes restraining order mystery solved. Daryl Hall wants to block John Oates from selling his share of their uh, joint venture to Primary Wave. 
The mystery of why Daryl Hall obtained a restraining order against John Notes has finally been solved, at least in part. Um, now that part of the case has been unsealed by a Tennessee judge uh, who previously ordered all details to be kept under wrap. It's now been revealed that Hall is attempting to block his longtime musical partner from selling his share in their joint music venture to Primary Wave Music. Um, yeah, it, it, it come out um, like Thanksgiving weekend that that you know the two were in a you know in, in, a, in a legal battle, a restraining order, and yeah, you know it's just you know over money, over music stuff, but. Uh, a shame because I yeah, I, re- I really love the music. This song specifically, yeah. you know. Oh yeah, it's the fucking jammer. Yeah, specifically because I'm just like yeah. There's yeah, one there, thing- I, I really enjoy like their their discography or like or, you know like I well I don't know about their discography but as far as like all their hits I fucking love like their greatest hits album is so much good so so much fun. So much good, fucking good. <laughs> Such good, like music. No, for sure. And this this one's one that like I remember. Like, there's a lot of like again by virtue of the music I was listening to was whatever my parents were listening to, or whatever uh, my godfather Jesus um, and his siblings were listening. Shout out Jesus! Shout out Jesus! And his siblings were listening to, and there wasn't you know. <laughs> There wasn't much hollow notes going around, but this is a song that I remember like hearing growing up, you know? Um, yeah. And, you know, I'm very, I've, I'm a, I've met a man eater or two in my life. So, yeah. You know. Yeah, I can't imagine, you know, by the time you roll around to where you're listening to music at like almost 20 years past this. You know, I feel like 10 is like a good age where you start like sucking in like the pop culture. Like, I can't imagine Hall and Oates would be big on their fucking playlist. No, it's more like. <laughs> what, like 2000? Yeah, and yeah, it'd be, yeah, it's probably more like my late teens, early 20s, you know? Yeah. That I'm just like, you guys ever heard of Kiss? <laughs> you know, like Hall and Oates, uh, of course, some other, some other ones. But you know what I fucking mean, though. You know, yeah, it's a, it's a lot of sort of music of the 80s, you know? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I gotta say, too, a lot of the pictures of these two, when I was putting together the artwork for them, man. <laughs> a lot of... A lot of interesting pictures of the two. I'll, I, I think that's the, poli- yeah. the, that's the politically correct way to... to, to to say a lot of interesting pictures of the two yeah it's always funny like because there's that with the in wrestling too like like have you ever watched the videos of what the fantastics or whatever uh, uh like from whatever fucking like cornets yes or whatever yes, yeah. like, they're like 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 this whole thing of manliness was just draped in homoeroticism, and I feel like that's the same thing with Hall and Oates. It was like, no, these guys get ton of pussy, and it's like, do they? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that like in certain- their videos are the most homoerotic things you've ever seen. <laughs> yeah, you know, and it's I don't know again, but around this time in the eighties, though, you know, it's like, you know, you got the the, the super short shorts and. You know, dude in crop tops and stuff like yeah. that, and it was just the, that. That was just how people dressed. You know, like yeah. um, everything cyclical. You know, like mm-hmm. um, I bought shorter shorts because I'm like, well, I have my legs tattooed, so I should probably. <laughs> this this giant thigh piece of mine was pretty expensive, so I should probably mm-hmm. get my money's worth and not just like hide it i get i don't even that i'm hiding it and stuff like that you know but again i grew up in an era where uh you know everyone wore baggy clothes everyone wore fucking baggy jeans up until i was like 15 then everyone wore fucking skinny jeans and then fucking you know and it's just like one of those where it's like i've always just worn whatever's comfortable like Mm -hmm. i've i know it's it's hard to look at me and believe but i'm not necessarily the most uh fashion forward (laughs) person you know yeah i am much more about comfort than I am uh, anything else, 
you know? Yeah. Like I will, uh, you know, like it's like, I always say like whenever, like, uh, like whenever I date a woman, you know, there, there's two people mm-hmm. that they're dating scrump and Alberto. Yeah. One of them really loves fucking sweatpants and an oversized hoodie and just some slip on vans. And the other one, it just depends how I'm feeling that, you know, it's like said, but then the other one will sometimes like get dressed, like look nice. I'm going to put on my fucking gold chain, my fucking better call saw ring. Like we're, we're, we're dressing up and it's like to go to fucking, uh, to go to Culver's all your little oats. Yeah. You know, it's like, we're going to what fucking Culver's and it's like, yeah, Culver's is a five fucking star restaurant. Um, but yeah, you know, that fucking. The what? Gotta get that fucking butter butter burger, you know? Oh, it's so good. Or if I can cheese curds. Oh, the cheese curds. Yeah. They always fuck up my stomach, but I don't care. Yeah. What am I on my digestive system? Tell me what I can and can't eat. <laughs> fuck you. Fuck you, stupid fucking intolerance of lactose. Um But yeah, you know, if uh how how much older is Wes than you? Wes is four years. Ah, oh, so maybe little four-year-old Wes, maybe, because mm-hmm. I can't remember any music from that was like popular on the radio from when I was four. But maybe, you know, he'll say, "Oh, I remember. I remember fucking oh, hey Mickey by fucking Tony Basil." Oh, dude, this song is a fucking slap. I actually, I have a picture of Wes that might be around. No, he'd have been a little bit older than that, but it's him holding the fucking record for this. Yeah. No, and in fact, actually, I think at the, uh, I want to say he's wearing a Frankie Says Relax shirt, <laughs> which um, is even more fucking amazing. Um, like, yeah, what, what? I'll, 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 I will find, I will find that and send it, and you can fucking put it up with this episode. Like, what were Terry and Rick episode? listening to? You know, man, Rick was probably listening. To Fuck him. I feel like he was a Hall and Oates guy. Yeah. Yeah, that's. But what, I feel like he was more of like, I don't know, like more of like that pop country stuff maybe back then where it was like the fucking sparkly fucking jackets and things like that, you know? You know, I, I like was. Johnny Cash in his fucking 80s. Oh, fuck. Oh, for sure. You know, it's. We're for sure we're for sure gonna yeah, have Wes the, on here, so the, I figure we could just. Rhinestone. Oh yeah, he looked like fucking one of the uh, uh, what the, one of the kids off the Righteous Gemstones. Yes, yeah, exactly. Fucking, <laughs> uh, he looked like Uncle Baby Billy, or yeah, Uncle yeah. Baby Billy. Um, yeah, no, I mean, I figure we're gonna have Wes on here, so. We could probably just wait until he's on here to ask him that question. Like, what what were your parents listening to? Because we should we should have Rick on. Dude, listen, that'd be fucking great. I'll gladly have Terry <laughs> on here. Like, I had, but funny enough, I had another Rick on here before, and uh, Rick Barkin, Ryan's dad. Oh yeah, Rick and Gail, his parents. I think it was for episode. It was for like the one year anniversary. Um. Yeah. Uh, no, this song though is pretty good. Obviously, reminds me of uh, Mickey James, who uh, you know, yeah, a uh, a thirteen-year-old scrump was very much, <laughs> very much all about Mickey James. A uh, thirty-year-old scrump very much feels the same. I was gonna say, it's, what's different? <laughs> oh, she is aged beautifully. She is aged. Yeah, she is not aged. That, that's that's yeah. been the thing. You know, uh, yeah, and you know, funny because uh, this song also, uh, in a like a, a, a you know, seven degrees of Kevin Bacon, you know, um, Mickey James dated CM Punk, CM Punk fights Mickey Gall in the UFC, who comes out to this as his theme song. <laughs> UFC, uh, winds up merging with TK, or you know, when WWE becomes TKO, CM Punk now, you know, wrestling for yeah. them. Who also CM Punk, you know, uh, either on the Raw or SmackDown brand on SmackDown, uh, you have Nick Aldis, who is married to Mickey James. So, 
full circle. Yeah. Now, this is very much a, a catchy song, though. Oh, so, yeah. And the, the, the video is just, like, cheerleaders. Yeah, it's... Again, music of the 80s. Either, like... I feel like it's either just really good or just really bad. Like, there's... Yeah. There's no room for, like, a middle in, in that. <laughs> no. It's just like... But, it's, honestly, it's the same thing with, like, a lot of uh, movies of the 80s. You know? Mm-hmm. Like, there was a... Uh, like Tarantino was on someone's podcast might have been him and Tom Segura where he was talking about how like you know he loves movies of the 70s hates movies of the 80s and stuff like that because by the 80s it's like it was almost that like WWEification of they learned all the wrong lessons <laughs> uh, yes yeah and you know it it's like everything sort of became franchise and just like ugh you know, as opposed to like in the seventies where it's like, Oh yeah, fucking, you know, uh one flew over the cuckoo's nest is about fucking uh, you know, like capitalism. <laughs> you know, sort of just like things like that, which is fine. Listen, you don't have to yeah. like movies don't all fucking have to be about something, you know? Sometimes you just make who framed Roger Rabbit because it's fun. <laughs> it's a fun movie. Oh, dude. Is that, what put that on the fucking review list? Who Framed Roger Rabbit coming soon. Um, I fucking love that movie. I'm going to go ahead and start with uh, one of your songs, actually, uh, because oh. it's uh, speaking of fucking giant fucking comic book nerds. Uh, one of them is, is in the song. Uh, the song, of course, being uh, In the End by, uh, oh, Jesus, it's loud. Uh, Method Man and Nas featuring uh, Coast Contra. New, uh, you know. Uh, yeah, Method Man, first off, huge into fucking bodybuilding now. Yeah, he's Jack. Like, you know, talk about CM Punk fucking wrestling. <laughs> dude, Method Man versus Bad Bunny at WrestleMania, dude, book it. Fuck yeah. Oh, he would be down for sure. Oh, yeah. Uh, yeah, all of a sudden, he just got fucking jacked. Yeah. I think he's been hanging out with Chappelle. Um, yeah no Uh, yeah man like this is I just get into the song like a while back um, Andy had brought up Coast Contra on the draft and I was very like I was like ooh I like these guys and then my brother was like if you like them by themselves check them out with the two of the fucking greatest and he sends me this video and I'm just like holy shit like this song's fucking amazing yeah, it's uh, like the fact that Method Man and Nas can still fucking like, mm-hmm. like if LL Cool J made a song, it, or actually no, you know what? It reminds me of uh, like when Will Smith started rapping again, and he made that song yeah. fucking uh, Switch, and it was just like. Yeah. I was like, fucking get this fucking dad out of here, dude. Like, no, get the fuck out of here. Um, but, like, no, Nas and Method, like, still hold up. You know, they can still, like, yeah, man. they can still make music and it doesn't not sound like, you know, two 50 year olds making music. Yeah, like, Andy even says, like, like the last couple like Nas put out like those are some of his favorite things he's done <laughs> yeah which I mean only goes to show like man hasn't even hit his peak yet you know yeah that's what I and like even in this song like Nas says something along those lines of like like you you, you felt I lost it I just sat it down but now I came back for it or something like that like like can, can a king take a rest or whatever it is but it's like like calling out the fact that everybody's like oh he's fucking washed up and then he comes out and fucking crushes yeah i mean that's it's you know to me it's it was that was sort of the the same similar sentiment that i had like a week or two ago whenever the fuck it was that i talked about um that drake song where you know where he's just like yeah like you know it's like the whole premise is like oh sorry i can't rap like that anymore but he's very much you know like 
rapping that style again that everyone like you know which is weird and i get it you know trust me it's like i'd like to go to the same fucking uh burger uh you know burger place and get that exact same burger every single time i go yeah at some point it's just like it's gonna change it up you know uh-huh. and you know it's like if if i want the same fucking same thing as i can always go to that fucking mcdonald's drive through and that mcdouble's yeah. always gonna taste like a mcdouble you know <laughs> but it's just like just i don't know you don't understand my analogy you know yeah well yeah it's it's there's a fine line between like because especially in music but like as you get older and age like there's a fine line between like oh it's just the same shit again it's the same three chords it's the same whatever or you're fucking making flute music you know what i mean like there's a giant like like as small as that is like so many people fall in between that thing like where or like it's so hard to get in between that um because yeah you either go like you're just putting out the same shit according to the critics and people who listen to it or you're fucking uh go back to what you were doing it's like well i did that before and you guys hated it so like you know it's a, it's a very fine line to find it but not but also still make it unique well to, to me too it's and i don't know about you but like sometimes the fun of discovering a new artist is being able to go back into the discography and like sort of oh, discover yeah. things you know like I, again like I've, I've talked about it before where it's like as a kid again like I was familiar with 3-6 Mafia and then in 2005 Stay Fly comes out and then I'm like okay now it's time to fucking deep dive and you know I sit there on fucking LimeWire downloading everything you know the fucking the skits <laughs> off the album everything that I can and yeah. from there you know you, you sort of you pick and choose you know it's just like ooh, okay I like mm-hmm. you know I like this album better than that album or like ah you know what there's like this is this is more my jam than that um but it's always cool going back and then like oh you know what now now as a 30 year old i fuck with this song more than i did with that and that's just again with artists across the board not just again i Mm -hmm. I use them because it's more frequent but just artists across the board and stuff like that um because yeah again like there's there's artists that i follow now where it's just like they'll put out newer stuff and I, i like it you know but also too like you know I mean, I'm I'm sorry to to break Steve Feast's heart, you know, but it's like I've still not listened to that new Blink One Eighty Two album, you know. <laughs> and by all accounts, it's good, it's great. But I'm like, you know what? I'm in the process right now of I'm I'm, I'm listening to like Turnstile and Title Fight. So I'll, I'll get to Blink again. I know that I yeah. know there will be at least two to three songs on that album that I'll really fuck with. And, you know, that I'll download and stuff like that. But I just don't, I don't see myself like, wow, this is, this is the album, you know, forget yeah. fucking take your pants and jacket off. This is the fucking album with them at fucking almost 50 years old. This is where we relate the most. Like probably yeah. not. Um, but, uh, <laughs> Yeah. Hey. So because we because we went ahead, and it's funny. Funny enough, like th- this next song that I'm gonna play is one that I've been wanting to play for a very long time. Because this is legitimately like uh, one of my most played songs. Like I just this brings me back to like when it came out, and so it's just like which would have been I was either in like seventh or eighth grade. Uh, but this is a song that I really love, and so when I saw when I was like picking the years i was like oh i'm very much gonna fucking throw this into rotation because uh the song that i'm fucking playing is uh man eater by nelly furtado oh yeah which what the fuck why isn't it playing uh oh no yeah you know fucking like I, I like Nelly Furtado, like some of the other stuff that she's done, but for whatever reason, this one, which isn't—it's not even like a, a, like you know, a cover. Really, it's just its own thing. Which also, speaking of aging beautifully, I, I recently saw a video of uh, Nelly Furtado at some awards ceremony and. 
God bless Nelly Furtado. You know, I was just, what was I playing the other day? And it was, I, I, because I was, weirdly enough, just when I was looking for songs for this, um, there was something featuring Nelly Furtado. And I was like, like, oh man, I haven't heard that name forever. And then like, you're fucking dropping this. And I'm like, ooh. Bader Meinhof, baby. Now you're going to start seeing a lot more of Nelly Furtado. Exactly. It's a glitch in the matrix. Seeing it everywhere. <laughs> you're like, I just saw two Nelly Furtados. Yeah, as I walk down the street. <laughs> There's a Nelly Furtado <laughs> in a red dress. I saw her twice. <laughs> yeah, Jesse Kohlenberg knows what we're talking about. Dude loves the matrix. Yeah, he does. Uh, yeah, I don't know. Again, this just reminds me of like when it came out. Like the summer that this came out, it was just always playing on the radio. You know? So, yeah, it was probably... I don't know when. But again, like I said, I was either... I, was, I think I was in like seventh grade. Okay. Yeah, because I graduated in 2007 from eighth grade. Yeah, and also to like, and I'm sure, and I remember at the time, and of course, because we're all like little boys, but it was like one of those things where it's like, no, like there was definitely people who were like, yeah. no, I don't listen to Nelly Furtado. Like, what am I gay? No, like I don't listen to that, you know? And like, I don't know, again, like, <laughs> yeah, it was when I was like, no, nah, man, I like it. Like, I like Nelly Furtado. I like, you know, like Shakira, Avril Lavigne, like whoever was a name at that time. Like, it's just. Mm. Like, you know, I was a pretty progressive uh, 11, 12 year old, I guess. Yeah, it's funny. I always, I always watch those. Uh, like, I or I don't always watch them, but I, I see those things all the time, like on TikTok or or uh, whatever. Where it's like things you would get called gay for, like when you were. <laughs> oh, like, yeah. <laughs> and like, yeah, it very was like, well, you listen to a girl? What are you gay? <laughs> oh yeah I guess <laughs> yeah it's it was always like that where it's just like what you held a girl's hand yep that means you're gay yeah <laughs> yeah and it's like outro this last minute and it's a Timbaland beat too you know I think he does a lot of like her stuff which of course Timbaland a fucking awesome producer Shout out fucking, shout out Natalie, shout out Nelly Furtado, you know. Uh, yeah, no, but this is genuinely. There's there's been a few oh, yeah. times where I've 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 written this down and sending it to you as a list, and I'm like, nah, it's okay. Like, at some point we'll get to <laughs> Hall of Notes, you know. Um, which funny. So this was my so the next song of yours that I'm gonna play. This is my first time having listened to to Wilco. Because of course your song, the the song is just a yeah. kid with blisters by uh, Wilco, um, and yeah, I was like, I've heard the name, you know, like it, uh, it specifically reminded me of um, uh, and Dave in season one where he's showing Gato Wilco. Yeah, right? I think it's Wilco, right? I think so. Yeah, where fucking Andrew Santino's hanging out with Gata and he's just like, yeah, like check it out, and they're like smoking weed together. <laughs> yeah i mean you've definitely you've unknowingly heard like three of their mm-hmm. songs because of the bear but yeah, yeah. um because they play because i mean they're chicago boys so they they play it all the time on there um but yeah then actually this song comes from the spongebob movie um it was <laughs> yeah it was the only place you could find but like i remember a buddy of mine he was a huge wilco fan like and he ended up like 
when that album when like the soundtrack came out he's like he's like i have to go buy the sponge or like we were going to the record store i was like why the fuck do you have the spongebob soundtrack and he's like woko has a song on it and i need everything they put out like mm -hmm. i collect everything they do i was like that's fucking amazing so but yeah it's, it's such a fun song and they're they're so good anyway like just in all they do mm -hmm. no for sure and again i'm positive that i fucking there's mm -hmm. so much other wilco that i've listened to um yeah. but again sometimes it's just like songs play and you know before uh before you you know there was a shazam like readily available yeah. you sort of just had to remember the lyrics and then try and google them later and like figure out what the song is i just gotta i just gotta get a girl to put it on a mixtape for you and then you'll give it a listen I, yeah, <laughs> you know, like uh, oh, da dance, Gavin, dance. <sighs> yeah, <laughs> um, but I mean, I mean, I don't. It's gonna be hard again. I'm telling you, we, we've you know we've talked about it oh, before. Yeah, I just, I, yeah. I, I, I got, I gotta wait till at least WrestleMania before I start dating again. <laughs> you know, because again, it's not even yeah. the just dating part. It's that like, just again, canonically, when they break up with me, that's when CM Punk leaves wrestling. Yeah. And I can't, I yeah, you know, I can't jeopardize fucking Seth Rollins WrestleMania match. I can't can't deal with both. <laughs> no, it's bad. It's bad enough that he's just like, oh, I gotta fucking lose to, I gotta lose to a former WWE guy that just jumped ship from fucking AEW again. It's like, yeah, but you're about to go fucking zero and three, dude. <laughs> uh, yeah, you're yeah, you're about to go zero and three, lose that fucking title, but at least you'll get the main event at wrestlemania yeah um yeah no fucking shout out wilco though um uh someone though whose fucking music i've extensively heard unlike wilco someone whose music i've extensively heard and has just been engraved into my mind honestly even in, it's funny talking about like uh you know like nas how and, and like method man how they still hold up is one fucking Dwayne Carter Jr., Lil Wayne. Um, yeah. I don't think I struggled as hard as I did with anything else that we've ever done for this show than trying to pick one song. Then, like to the point where I was like, maybe I'll just do an entire Lil Wayne episode, which I still might do in the future. Like, actually, that's the thing I've that Dude, I, I I've had that same thought with people. That's like there was there's certain people that I haven't picked yet because I'm like what do i fucking like i can't narrow it down and i've thought about that where i was like maybe i just fucking inundate scrump with fucking three alkaline trio songs Dude, honestly <laughs> like honestly that might that like you know what let, let's do that in the new year we'll 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 each we'll pick i mean we'll, we'll figure out you know the the things but because that's the thing because mm -hmm. it's like with Lil Wayne, because I originally my that was my idea with uh Childish Gambino, you know, because it's like he's mixed it up so much. But honestly, again, there's yeah. so many different artists that you can do that with where it's just like they have different, you know, songs. And yeah. the reason why I wound up picking this one in particular was because there was a video of uh the game who for his he was like performing a concert. Triple yeah, Triple H. Uh <laughs> Booker Booker of the Year. <laughs> um yeah triple h booker of the year no um the game uh he, where he was like it was a concert for his that he was performing on his birthday and he was just like he compared it to like a make-a-wish thing where he's like this is my birthday present to myself and he brought lil wayne on stage and like you just see him like taking it in uh performing uh a millie off uh mm -hmm. the carter three and dude i remember i remember exactly where and when the fuck i was the first time i heard of this we were in health yeah. we were in health class we were about to it was like the second day where we were gonna watch supersize me and i remember i had downloaded this on my ipod uh the night before like i downloaded just a bunch of new music and i'm listening to this and there's this kid eugene in my class so he was kind of like the class like clown Mm -hmm. And Jeremy's like, oh, like, what are you listening to? And I'm like, dude, did you listen to that fucking new Lil Wayne? And I remember like handing like one of the earbuds to him and like a bunch of like, you know, like essentially like all the other like dudes. I don't think any of the, well, yeah, because it was like health class. It was all dudes. They all just fucking come over and we're just like listening to fucking 
you know this song because it, it like the album hadn't even dropped yet like it was just like the yeah. first single off of it but like dude i love this song like <laughs> i i made the reference the reference may come up on another uh episode <laughs> but hypothetically if like i ran away from my boyfriend and he found me like in texas you know about to marry someone and i'm pregnant with his kid and he showed up to my wedding and because he's a little older i had to pretend he was my dad uh you know and they're like oh i thought your family wasn't gonna come and my dad you know my boyfriend's like no i had to show up you know um and then he fucking shot up you know the our other five people in our gang shot up the fucking wedding and then i went to go get revenge on every single person you know in that group and one of the last people on the list was his brother then i showed up to his trailer trying to attack him and then he shot me in the chest with a fucking shotgun and he buried me in the armored grave mark paula schultz um you know and then i had to remember master taipei's fucking you know fucking punch (laughs) method to get out of the thing I would get out of there a lot quicker if this song was fucking playing, you know? Yeah. Like, it's just, it's one of these songs where, like, it hides up. And I love the music video for this song because of the simplicity of it. The music video for this song is Lil Wayne getting ready, like, in makeup and everything, getting ready, uh, drinking yeah. a cup of lean that they fucking X out. Uh, it's him getting ready to go do the music video for the song lollipop like you can literally watch like almost the same way that you can watch um uh rogue one star wars rogue one or uh yeah rogue one and then immediately go into episode four yeah Yeah. exact same way you know yeah um yeah dude again i just i love little wayne like again it was so hard to just pick one song but i just thought it was like such a like when the game is like yeah this is my make a wish like this is me getting Lil Wayne to perform this for me as a fan <laughs> I'm like 100% it's what I would yeah. do 100% yeah um, yeah uh, and I love too that like I one of my favorite like they do it a lot with like metal music and stuff but I've seen the one where it's like the fucking people like getting moved by the spirit in church and they uh-huh. fucking throw the a millie on the soundtrack of like the people fucking Man. dancing and shaking around like it's fucking hilarious. And there's actually a mashup of this with uh, "What's My Age" by Blink One Eighty Two, because um, it was like a few years back. Oh. Blink uh, Blink One Eighty Two and Lil Wayne did uh, they toured together, and so they released like a mashup of this and "What's My Age" again, which like isn't as great <laughs> as like mm-hmm. I originally thought it would be. Um, but it's not like the worst, you know, it's like you could probably, you, there's, there's probably some like, you know, DJ on TikTok who could probably make a better mix of it. Um, but yeah, dude, again, I'm telling you like, there's just so much Lil Wayne, so much, I can just fucking go on about him and again, him as an an artist, how like, you know, we've talked about it a few times with like mixtapes, how he just like straight up you know it was very much like fucking Debo and fucking you know where he's like hey that was my beat like what beat you know where it's just like no <laughs> yeah. no no it became his like yeah. it, it, and sometimes it was a good song like there's songs again that he he would take um, you know their their beats and put them on a mixtape and stuff like that and you know like some people are like oh yeah no the, I like the original too you know um, Zoom by Lil Boosie's good but it's just like not as good as the Lil Wayne remix, and and that's what I'm gonna know it as. Um, so yeah, definitely for a future episode. I there's because again, this guy goes through like a rock phase at a certain point, you know, like mm. he's just he's all over the place, and he's young. Like I don't I I I don't even think the guy is forty yet. Yeah, you know, like he has been rapping since literally he was like twelve. <laughs> yeah. Um. So there's plenty to delve into and stuff like that. And again, my hot take that it is the hill I will die on. Best rapper alive. You know? It's it's one of those things where it's just like the guy is just best rapper alive. Uh argue with your mom about it. I don't care. You can't change my mind. It's like fucking trying to tell me that CM Punk did something wrong. Uh but Drew, with our last <laughs> two picks, we're gonna be going back in time, man. Fucking I, I'll I'll give you this. 
the best rapper of all time. Uh, you're you're breaking up. He's featured on this episode. Sorry, you're, you're breaking up a little bit. The, oh, I, I, I think I heard I you say... The, I'll give you this. The, yeah, you said the best yeah. rapper alive was featured on... The, uh, we just listened to his song, Drew. <laughs> I said the best rapper of all time was... Fe- <laughs> yeah, Lil Wayne, yeah. you know? Yeah. Of course, come on, buddy. You're just restating sure. what I already said. <laughs> sure. <laughs> um, but yeah, with with, uh, with our last two picks, yeah, we, we are going back in time a bit. Uh, not as far back as you know we've gone before previously, or we are going to go back. Wink, mm-hmm. wink. Um, yeah. Now, like to be a dick, I'm gonna find a song from like the fucking twenties. Um, but no, this song is not from the twenties. This song is from 1973, and it is a twentieth century boy by T Rex. Hell yeah, it is. Like, I saw T-Rex, and for whatever reason, I thought Walk the Dinosaur. <laughs> like, I was nah, like, dude, These oh. guys are fucking... Their, their, their one album, Electric Warrior, is so, like, I fucking... It's one of my favorite albums of all time. This song isn't on there, but... Um, this song is, like, to me, their fucking... Their best jam. This is People def- will probably... People most likely know them for Bang a Gong, which mm-hmm. is, I think, a bigger song, but this one to me is the better. I definitely have heard of this before because it was one of those, um, yeah. like, when I was listening to them, I was just like, oh, like, I got into my head. I would have never been able to tell you who the band was. <laughs> yeah. Um, which I. I don't know why I would be in a scenario in which someone has a gun to my head and they're like, name the artist who sings the song. <laughs> um, well, maybe, maybe you in their t-shirt. Maybe. Uh, but yeah, no, <laughs> no that, that, you, got, you came across one of those guys that are like, name a fucking song. <sighs> yeah. Which is like, again, I'm also, I'm like, it's fine. I don't care. Like, you know, it's like, who care? Who cares if a sixteen-year-old saw a Tupac T-shirt and just thought it looked cool? Like, <laughs> um, no, yeah, I, I dug this. Or I dig this though. Yeah, and it very much has that like seventies fucking feel to it too. Like, you know, like like yeah. a lot of those like early like uh, Rolling Stones hits, you know, where it's like you listen to it and it's just like yeah. this would. This would fit perfectly in a Martin Scorsese like montage. <laughs> yeah, fucking very, very glam rock too. Like it's fucking. Then uh, the singer, he, he he died fairly early, or you know, probably too soon. But I think it's one of those things. Well, maybe it was for the better. <laughs> <laughs> I'm glad he died. Is what yeah. you were saying. Better to burn out than to fade away. Uh, yeah, man. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no, this is definitely the part where, like, fucking, uh, you know, fucking Robert De Niro is, like, doing some shady shit. You know, he's, like, going to the drug dealer's houses and collecting money. You know, he's, like, <laughs> pistol whipping someone who doesn't have the money right now. Yeah. Uh, like, interspliced with, like, him fucking, like, some, like, hot chick. <laughs> Like it's just yeah. Again, this would fit perfectly. Like, like you could over you could play this over the scene where like fucking Henry Hill, where Ray Liotta is fucking pistol whipping that dude in Goodfellas, and like, <laughs> yeah, you know, it fits. It would go with it. Kind of feels like it could be in a Wes Anderson movie too. Um, yeah, like everything all symmetrical yeah. and shit. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> oh god. Do you remember there was like uh on TikTok like a few months ago, actually it might have been a year ago. But it was like uh there was like people were doing like Wes Anderson videos. Yeah, it was just like my weekend, but it was all like Yeah. In, in the style of a Wes Anderson movie. Yeah, and, and some were really good, but some were just yeah. like fucking dog shit cringy. And again, listen, I get it. I'm not the one making the content. Uh as a content creator, I can I can call out when someone's fucking a little lazy yeah. with well, the videos. 
I, I think it's one of those things where it's like, yeah, it was cool. The, it was funny the first time. I didn't need to see a thousand fucking variations of it. Yeah, that's yeah. That, that's again. I don't mind sometimes because it's honestly you can just you, you just click not interested. Like those those types of videos start cup start coming up less and less. Um, but to me, it's always when it's just like, oh, here's someone dressed as fucking Ghostface doing this TikTok dance, and it's like. Oh, okay. Or when someone starts doing like a TikTok dance, but they don't use the song that everyone's using it to, they go with like a different <laughs> song. Or it's, conversely, yeah. it's that song, but a different dance. And it's just like, no, that's not what we agreed upon. Yeah. <laughs> don't try to be fucking cheeky. Um, I know what songs, though, fucking aren't featured uh, on enough fucking TikToks, though, uh, is uh, this, you know, th- th- this last band. Because. Um, I think it's around this time as well that, uh, or no, it's in high school. So it's in high school when I start going to, so probably around like 16. Cause I remember I go to half price or a uh, disc replay, which is like a, a used, uh, movie store, uh, out in, it's primarily in like Midwest locations and stuff like that. Um, and I discover a movie starring Val Kilmer, you know, entitled the doors, and uh, that's just my gateway to the fucking doors. Like I, you know, after that, I fucking fall fully in love with him. One of my best friends at the time, Louis Medina, he was huge on the door. So it was very much easy for me to like learn which songs. And this one in particular, um, Not to Touch the Earth, uh, off their uh, Waiting for the Sun album, has always just been one of my favorites. Yeah. <laughs> you know, like I think I, I'm pretty sure in the movie, this is like the montage, you know, there's like a montage going on to this. It's mm-hmm. probably doing drugs. Old fucking Johnny Nitro. Uh, yeah. I mean, listen, if you're Jim Morrison, you know, or if you're John Morrison, Jim Morrison is definitely not, you know, it's not the worst person to look like. <laughs> Yeah, I think we talked about it before where I think we both shared our favorite Doors song, though. Uh, it, I, I, yes, I do. We definitely An brought it. Alabama song? Yeah. On, um, yeah. It was an episode of the Draft Pod. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah, it was our locations. Yeah. yeah. I don't know what it is about this one. It's just like it's it's a little different than the other ones, you know, like a little spooky. Again, I fucking I love the doors though. That and, and that movie I have not seen in a dog's age, dude. But like, <laughs> fuck, it's such a good movie. Val Kilmer plays a really good fucking Morrison. Oh, dude, yeah, he's he did such a fucking good job on that movie. Mm-hmm. I know. I just watched the uh, or. Uh, about a month ago now we did the 1993 movies and fucking tombstone was on there and it's just like god damn he's so fucking good as like doc holiday and so i've like, i have never seen tombstone but that is one that i want yeah. to see because it gets referenced so much and like yeah when yeah when you brought it up i was just like oh fuck you know it was one of those like oh fuck that yes like i need to if only i had a comprehensive yeah. list <laughs> yeah i know <laughs> fucking uh yeah yeah if only um fucking kurt russell too like come on now dude i want i haven't started watching it yet but there's um that uh monarch show on apple tv which is like based in the godzilla universe um which is like oh yeah yeah Yeah. it's like it's like lore on the company that fucking hunts these monsters and stuff like that and uh it's him and his son playing the same character, but just young and version. You know, Wyatt Russell plays the young version of him, and Kurt Russell plays the older <laughs> version of him. Um, mm-hmm. Which instantly, I was like, "I'm in." <laughs> uh, what do you call it? Yeah, especially because like I-, I like his son as an actor. Uh, I don't know if you ever watched uh, 
his episode of fucking Black Mirror. It's like the video game one that's like a straight up horror fucking like episode. Yes. So good. Yeah. Oh. Yeah. Oh, this is my favorite part of the fucking song I have. Of course, it always reminds me too of there's the uh, uh, episode of of The Office where uh, uh, what's his name fucking Ultron James Spader, you know where it's yes. it, <laughs> where, where you know where he's like he's talking to fucking Andy and he's just like oh yeah he's like you know he's like yeah you think you know my name he's like you don't fucking know shit he's like I'm the goddamn Lizard King he's like I can fucking you know it's just like one of those yeah. slides where I remember I was just like ah. Uh. You said it. You know, he 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 said the line. Um, I always think of uh, specifically like the, just that movie in general. I always think of the fucking episode of The Simpsons, like the band. It's like you, Milhouse comes in. He's like, "You used to be about the music, man." <laughs> <laughs> oh man! And, and The Simpsons too. There, like, they, there's the the episode. Um, where Homer he he tries the uh, there's like that spicy chili that references like the scene in the yes. there's like the scene in the desert where yeah. they're like out I think they're yeah. doing like peyote or acid or something like that. Yeah, um, yeah and fucking Wayne's World too. Also in the 1990, like they do the whole thing of Jim Morrison and the half naked Indian. Yeah, oh, dude, and. I know it's not like a, it's not a direct reference to it, but um, uh. in there's the episode of It's Always Sunny where uh, Dennis like you know Dennis is like he seduces the one girl like I remember on their podcast, um, which I think I, they stopped doing I think probably because of yeah of, of the strike there. right because I know there was a thing with like SAG where it's like oh yeah I guess that would make sense yeah. Yeah, where it's like you couldn't do podcasts talking about yeah, like I, previous work, because um, you're in turn yeah. promoting it. Um, but like they talked about how there's like yeah, there's like the one episode where he's like there's the like the environmentalist chick, you know, where it's like he pretends to be an environmentalist just to sleep with the girl, and then the, the, yeah. like the one dude gets stuck, you know, like uh, uh, to the he's like chained up to the tree, and then he's like having sex with the girl, and they're playing. Uh, writers on the storm and he was like that was he was like at that point he was like that was the most money they'd ever fucking spent like on a song um but again whenever i hear writers on the storm now that's all i all i think about is dennis having sex with that hippie chick so i mean it worked out for them (laughs) you know yeah um well yeah you know again that that that's uh that's been this week's episode um if uh if you know if you're a member of the patreon you know you you could tune in this week and you'll hear uh you hear myself and uh joshua davis talking um oh what the fuck is i i keep forgetting the fucking uh john mcclain die hard die hard yeah I, I i don't know why i keep wanting to fucking say um uh unbreakable like i know i'm like those are two separate <laughs> movies like yeah very well you know bruce willis is a superhero in both those movies but they're just two completely separate movies but for whatever reason like the last two like again even like in i was talking about with my buddies at work and i was just like yeah i'm gonna do unbreakable you know since a christmas movie and he was like what i'm like yeah you know fucking nagasaki towers (laughs) fucking you know snape he's just like die hard i'm like No, I'm talking about Unbreakable with fucking Professor Snape. Snape, <laughs> yeah, yeah. Uh, so yeah, so that'll that'll drop over the Patreon, and uh, yeah, you know, go if you haven't already. If for whatever reason you you skipped over this week's episode of the PWT Cast and this week's episode of the Draft Pod, we'll fucking go back and listen, you know. And uh, yeah, next week, like I'm, you know, like I I mistakenly mentioned earlier uh will be our christmas episode yes a few days before christmas yeah. but you know listen you'll get fucking the valentine's day episode on valentine so fucking get off our backs yeah. right all right just <laughs> we're sorry 
we can't you know we don't structure fucking uh calendars i'm sorry <laughs> um although every every now and then when i do go back uh like looking for these um songs like sometimes the years line up exactly like i know i, I believe it was I, I, like two years ago or no it was la in, in 2022 it was the exact same calendar as 1993 so I know I was born on a Saturday. Whoa. Yeah. Or yeah. a Sunday, something like that. One of those fucking things. Yeah. You know. um, but yeah, <laughs> next week, Christmas episode. So uh, tune in for that. <laughs> and then the following week again, like I mentioned, and we'll, you know, be mentioning again, will be uh, the first time we have a guest uh, on Scrumpinger's Music Box. And it'll be uh, just mm -hmm. a party playlist and right, right in time for the new year. But uh, yeah, right until next week, you guys. Uh, for Scrump and Drew's Music Box, um, I've been Scrump. I've been Drew. And this is uh, Bruce Willis talking about uh, his role in Unbreakable. <laughs> <laughs>